Yes, the rhythm, the rebel, with a pause, we're lowering our level. That's right, with every drink, it's a descent to the gutter. And if we're going down, we're taking you all with us. Do pack something waterproof, though. The plumbing at Points of View HQ is a real mess. Welcome to the Lager Logs, Points of View with Tom and Stu. I'm Tom, he's Stu. Say hello, Stu. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. That was that was nice, lovely. Lovely, well rehearsed. Uh, yes, as I hinted at in the intro, we'll definitely be making some very public enemies tonight. Stu will literally be naming and shaming everyone who follows us on social media that hasn't bought our October Fumble Bundle. I think that's what it's called. Guys, what are you waiting for? It's the best, most intense, hands-on experience you'll have all year. Speaking Tom. of handsy, Stu, you big drunk pervert. How are you? What's going on? <laughs> Tom, I was like, by, by the time we uh, bring the noise, uh, it's going to be November and that yeah. uh, offer's over. I'm really glad you got that one, too. I was worried. Yeah. I was worried for a second. Uh, <laughs> how are you, man? You okay? I'm good. I'm good. I said, good, man. said to you just off air that I haven't had a drink in a few days. I know I don't have a problem, but... For God's sake, let's open these tins already. Are you sure? (laughs) Right, well, you know what? I'm not going to leave you in suspense for too long. Uh, Just to let the listeners know, tonight we'll be sticking to our theme of the season thus far and indulging in some more ferocious farts and craft as we cover Welsh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm shaking my head. Disapprovement of that. that, He just squeaked one out there. The joke, not the actual fart. But. <laughs> it was my chair again, dude. Uh, yeah, we're covering Welsh microbrewery Tiny Rebel and their Stay Puffed Marshmallow Porter and $5 Shake Creamy Citra IPA. Brewed small, but hopefully tastes big. So, Stu, let's, let's continue on our grog odyssey, my good man, and head mm-hmm. through to Cymru for this evening's festivities so uh yeah that's some welsh you just dropped there that was that was welsh yeah i got my welsh dictionary by my side ready to <laughs> drop a little knowledge tonight um so two i was gonna say yeah particularly action-packed offerings tonight uh but i've picked our ipa to go first up to bat which is five dollar shake shoot any experiences with our, our guest brewer this evening? Um, I believe I've had three of their drinks before. Okie dokie. So, most recently, it was a Club Tropicana, mm. uh, which was, I, I think it was a, like a hazy IPA, maybe. That was a bit I, smelly, wasn't it, if I remember It was right. fine. It was kind of, yeah. it gave me like your standard hazy, hoppy taste. Um, it wasn't amazing, but the other ones, the, the the more experimental ones I've had was like the peaches and cream, yeah, which is like a, a peach uh, pale ale, which was was really nice. Oh, that's good. And the oh, it's a big Lebowski inspired one. What's the ah, drink? The white Russian. Oh, okay. So it was like a white Russian a uh, coffee pale. Interesting. I didn't, and that that was really good. But I was a few drinks in at that time, <laughs> so like literally, I I took that one over others. No one else wanted that one. It was like a like sampling. So I'd had my sample. I was like that's brilliant. And I was like, well, you can have the rest then. <laughs> None of us want it. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't see that one kind of uh, purveying their back catalogue. Yeah, ah, days, yes. but I, I do know they have like quite limited edition ones sometimes. So. I think it could have been that one of them. Yeah, um, the only one I've I've had is the uh, the the Switch or the Quitch Quit Quith Quish. Um, yeah, I think that's the most popular beer. It's it's a red ale, but it, it was foul. It was it was really. It was really disappointing. The, oh, the cast version that. is like award-winning, though, so maybe I had a bad batch or something. Uh, mm. I don't know, but uh, that's kind of my experience so far with the company. But let's let's crack this open then, man. Let's get in. Let's do mm. it. Here I do go. like these film-themed beers. They are cool, dude. Yeah, they are really cool. Um, what film is this one? $5 Shake must... Right, you already know, don't you? No, honestly. <laughs> I, I believe it would be from um, Pulp Fiction, where John Travolta uh, can't believe they sell a $5 shake. I have to taste a $5 shake. Of course. Good pull, man. Good pull. Right, yeah, the the, uh, the can art itself is uh, very vibrant. And the, the smell, it's the smell light. matches. Yeah, yeah, it's not too not too heavy, but quite quite flavoursome. Well, that's it. The description on the can, Creamy Citra IPA. Yeah, I wonder kind of, I'm a bit curious about the, the creaminess. Yeah, I'm <laughs> feeling worried for you. So, <laughs> don't be, man. I'm a big boy. I can handle it. Right. <laughs> Quickly pour mine's out. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> Not waiting. Down the I'm waiting. I'm <laughs> waiting. Cheers. Cheers, bud. Um... It's interesting. It's got like a quite a bit of sweetness to it. Yeah, it's almost kind of like if you're having like a glass of diluting juice, but you went more water than juice. Like really, like ah, I should add a little bit more to get that orange taste. My exact sentiment about about <laughs> about that took the words right out of my mouth there, Stu. Uh, so yeah, this is um. $5 shake creamy citra IPA from Tiny Rebel Microbrewery standing at a feisty 4.5%. Um, the company was founded in 2012 in Rogerstone, Newport by Bradley Cummings and Gareth Williams. They came from a home brewing in their garage background and quickly turned the hobby into profession, expanding into an industrial unit in the Meshklash area of the city. And after a year, opened their first bar in Cardiff. Uh, Urban Tap House was the name, and that was the first dedicated craft beer bar in the city. And a branch opened in the company's hometown of Newport in 2015. Brewer moved to a new site in Rogerstone circa January 2017, increasing total capacity fivefold, expanding their output and export to Australia, Japan, Norway, Sweden, uh, mm. which are the company's largest overseas markets. Right. Time for an intermission because it's that special time of the evening. I love it. You love it. The listeners are lukewarm on it. Last bit is watch. <laughs> Stu, what have you been sinking uh, this week, amigo? Oh, good choice of words, uh, amigo, because <laughs> I had desperados. Mmm, lovely. It's yeah, it was a variation on their standards, uh, tequila beer. Ah. It was a Desperados 
whiskey sour tequila beer. Wow, I've not had that one. I've had another version of it, like a guava one or something. I have not had that. How's that, dude? It was fine. It was just really lemony. Hmm. How does it compare to... Have you had this bottle before? Mm, no, not for a good while. I think I've had it maybe before, but it wasn't at a time where I really appreciated beer. It was kind of mm. what someone gave me, and I thought, fine. <laughs> How would it compare to Amigos from all the way back yeah, in season one, was it? It was. Um, this Whiskey Sour one was definitely far sweeter, because the, the difference in this one, obviously, it was tequila flavor, then a whiskey flavor, and wild lemon. But the lemon just kind of overpowered it. It just made it stop tasting like beer. But yeah. we kind of had that with Amigos as well, yeah. with it being tequila. It just, yeah, it's tequila-flavored beer, but it hardly tastes like beer. No, I, I find both of them taste like shandy to me, to be honest. Both yeah, very sure. lemony. Um, and I enjoy them both, but... Not really like a beer, in my opinion, in terms of what I'd kind of try and or what I'd want if I wanted a beer. Because as I say, it's more like a you know fizzy drink kind of yeah. situation. Oh, lovely stuff. What uh, what else have you been you been sampling? Uh, that that was it. That was all I kind of. Oh, okay, had. that's just, all right. That's all right. One, I'm the same, dude. Only one I've, for me I've as well. I've been buying it and just not drinking it. What's wrong with like me? your DVDs. <laughs> yeah, we need to make a list again, dude. It's happening all over again. Oh, it would be easier to get through the beer than the DVDs. <laughs> Give me ninety minutes, I could get through one film, but I could probably get through maybe six beers. I was gonna say so. Ninety minutes. That's that's two episodes, one and a half episodes long. So that's one, two, four, six. About six beers. Just yeah. about six beers. Um, right, yeah, not a lot for me. The bud pretty heavy one last week, so and I've been a bit under the weather this week, so I resisted temptation. But mm-hmm. I did manage to sample Shipyard American Pale Ale. Oh. I don't know whether you've tried this one, it's like the white can, blue letter in, blue and red mm-hmm. letter in. Um, I see this one, I've seen it about quite a bit, and I finally decided to pull the trigger on a cheeky four pack the other day. Because it was on offer for about three quid or something. Um, yeah. And I was struggling to find something that I hadn't tried before. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, after our last conversation during our previous episode, I realized I can't really name an APA that I really dig. And this one's no different, really. The only yeah. thing I got it, got from it is, like, bitterness, really. Mm-hmm. And I think it improved a few tins in because, like, I don't know, you're just left with more of a crisp, refreshing impression when you get a few in, but still not bags of flavour. But for a few cheeky ones after work, it'll yeah. do. It'll do. Okay. Oh, not bad at all. Jeez. <laughs> went, uh, went early tonight, dude. <laughs> I'm only a few sips in. Uh, yeah, listeners, if you've got any pale hour recommendations, please hook me up. Just email T t-bone89 at hotmail.com with an e not an i Shu, how is this beer looking on your ipa chart and speak a lot because i've still got a lot of beer left yeah it's that's all right i mean fairly drinkable i feel like i've drank most of mine's got some this very cloudy beer at the bottom of my tumbler um ipa seems to be like the the road most traveled when it comes to me and beer 
So yeah. I, I really couldn't narrow down to where this falls. Yeah. It's decent, but does uh, to remember it'll need to be exceptional. Yeah, does it still does um is it lo- love and hate still top your list? That's the one you were talking about. Oh, the, last the, the vocation. The vocation one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, life and death, I think it is. Life and death, sorry, yeah. Uh, that's still top yeah, of the list. That's probably the high. Uh, Fierce beer had really good hazy IPA mm-hmm. as well. So I feel they're ones I'm probably going to buy again just to kind of confirm their status as a good go-to IPA. Because I, re- I recently tried uh, St. Andrew's Brewery's Yippie IPA. Ah, yeah. And this, uh, I realised when looking into my untapped app, I'd had drank this before. I think it was like a previous ah, Scottish beer thing in Liddles I'd picked up then. Ah, okay. I picked up again. Forgotten you drank I feel it. I never enjoyed it as much this time as I did originally. Mm, that's I, interesting. Yeah, my memory is the first time I was enjoying it a lot more. It happens, man. I mean, I suppose it's like everything really, you know, as in, it sounds really pretentious, but like, as in all art, I suppose, mm. it, you know, it hits you, hits you at different times in your life and you have different feelings towards it. I mean, in relation to kind of where you are and what you've tried in the past and, you mm. know, I suppose. Do, does that sound poncy or not? You can be honest with me as as my friend. You need to let me know. Completely. Cool. <coughs> <coughs> right. Well, Next up, you is... want that left in the podcast? Ah, uh, you better leave it in. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's our five dollar shake, creamy. No, what? No, that's what we're <laughs> still drinking. <laughs> that one you can edit out. Uh, yeah, our next one is our Stay Puffed Marshmallow Porter. Ooh. So this could be a bit dicey, yeah. to be honest. But I'm looking forward Let's to... Slosh that together with a creamy IPA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe this is a bad idea. So... Oh. Ooh. Ooh, oh, wow. Wow. Jesus. That was like a lot. Of, that was a lot of sugar. I just sniffed. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be that that no. potent. But it's like it, coffee, kind of. I don't know. It, it's well, it's a marshmallow porter. I feel like they've nailed it with like kind of the real fragrant marshmallow. Yeah, I'm sniff. getting like I'm getting like yeah, like a coffee kind of coffee kind of toffee. Jesus, wait till kind you of vibe. It. Well, is it man? Black, black as night. Yeah. It's like Jeez Louise. Wow. Okay. Yeah, not messing about. I don't remember the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man being full of this. <laughs> Looks like <laughs> that Kate. <laughs> yeah, this is a bit different. Uh, all right, cheers, man. Good luck with this one. Cheers. <laughs> Okay, whilst <laughs> it's not as sweet as it smells, it's still really sweet. <laughs> kind of gives off little caramel vibes. It's really nice. 
Uh, welcome back, Tom. I thought you were just going to projectile vomit across the room. Jeez Louise. It's, uh, the backlit in says it gives the taste of s'mores. That sucks. <laughs> to the nose, sweet toasted marshmallow. What are you getting from it, dude? Because I'm just getting a very... It's, it's like just, kind of a coffee, that same, that same kind of like fake sweetness, almost like sweetener kind of taste, which is like a, a you coffee kind of a coffee far sweeter than me. Mm. It's good. <sighs> it might Maybe. be one where it's like, it's probably too sweet to finish. Are you getting like a blackcurrant thing going on as well? Is that just me? It's like a blackcurrant no, kind of, that. like a blackcurrant kind of cherry, almost like dark berry kind of thing going on. I don't know. No, no, Don't okay. Darkness. <laughs> Just to confirm, though. No. Uh, right. Well, yes, this it's, is it's light. It's not. It's not like a. No, it's not. It's not dark. I think maybe that's. Uh, not not heavy, rather. Not heavy, yeah. Um, I think maybe that's what it's put me off a little bit because the flavour you would think. I don't know. Would dictate more of a, a heavier back end, but it's very light, isn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah, this is a staple of marshmallow porter. Uh, sitting at a fulfilling, I wrote that before <laughs> I tried it, 5.2%. Uh, and to jump back into our guest brew tonight, it seems to be eternal award season for their brews. In 2013, they swiped the gold, silver and bronze at the Great Welsh Beer and Cider Festival, the title of Champion Beer of Wales in 2013, and won Camera's own Supreme Champion Beer of Britain in 2015, oh, then wow. being the youngest ever to win the award, as well as the first from Wales, which is a huge honour because from what I've heard, it's extremely prestigious. It's like the beer equivalent of the World Indoor Bowls Championship, competitive oh. stuff. Uh, so like, to have a quick sniff, as good as being king of the ring. <laughs> it's up there. It's up there. Um, so yeah, like I had a quick sniff of their back catalogue and ones of interest that caught caught my eye um, that they have an offer. Were I think we already mentioned it, but yeah, the the quitch or the switch is a kind of flagship beer, which is a red ale. Pump mm. up the jam, which is a jam yeah. donut pale ale. Have you tried that one? No, I have no? heard about it a lot. Yeah. Maybe seen that in Morrison's, but it just it sounds just too wild. Yeah, it sounds uh, very fruity. Um, and but like a lot of their beers, um, and Pool Party, a passion fruit wheat IPA. <laughs> An interesting blend, to, to say the least. So, Stew, while we enjoy our beer, we wanted to get into or at least touch upon the controversy or perceived controversy a yes. uh, tiny rebel is embroiled in at the moment you you want to lead on this one sure let's see over at uh, bbc i think it was towards the end of last month yeah they ran uh, the headline tiny rebel brewery wrapped over beer packaging rules mm. uh, a welsh brewery has been taking the task for a third time by industry regulators for packaging of some of its beers. Kind of the gist of it is suggesting that their beer packaging is far too appealing for kids. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously the, the could you see my screen right now? I can, I can. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So 
all the tins mentioned there are <laughs> all kind of the ones that have caused controversy. I mean, like I said earlier, they are very vibrant, aren't they? Um, but and I think the other half of this uh, article, the other half of the problem was um, apparently some of the names were offensive as well, which is like a separate issue to mm-hmm. the packaging being a bit too appealing to kids. So I think it's two things that they've kind of yes. got caught in the middle of. The fact that I was on this image here, maybe I'll, I'll share this moment on Instagram so people could see what we're talking about. Like the Club Tropicana four pack. Yes, that does look like a big Rubik's Cube. <laughs> it does. It does. But um, original Nutta uh, gave impressions of people with uh, mental health issues. Yeah. ninety nine was yeah. kind of appealing to kids because it was kind of like an ice cream theme. Mm. No capes, I don't know. Uh, superheroes, maybe. Uh, Cherry Bomb supposedly gave off the impression that it was looked at more of a children's drink rather than an alcoholic drink. It looks like a soda pop. It definitely does, man. Yeah. It looks like a cherry Coke or something. Uh, bump and grind. Uh, you're just promoting sex now, aren't you? <laughs> you dirty bastards. And, um, and then their mascot. Look, it kind of looks like a wee thuggish Pugsy the bear. It's like a, it's like a chav chav bear. Yeah, chav teddy. Missing an eye. He's wearing a hoodie. He's got no trousers on. Oh, what, what happened to our beloved a, Pooh Bear? What a rebel! What a tiny rebel! Um, I, I wouldn't want Paddington to bump into him in a station. No. Definitely not. He's got no chance. Absolutely no yeah. chance at all. Uh, what's your What's your thoughts about this, dude? Do you think they're in the wrong? Do you think they're in the right? Is it well, somewhere in the middle? What's the score? I do feel it's kind of somewhere in the middle in the sense of like agree, maybe they're being yeah. a bit harsh, but I feel it's their bright sort of can design. Like, I feel that's what kind of makes them stand out from other competitors. Like they've mm. kind of got this really bright, expressive artwork on their cans with catchy titles, uh, I guess, or controversial titles to their cans and artwork. But it all kind of comes down to the name, like Tiny Rebel. Yeah, I feel like... Go on, sorry. No, it's just like, they're rebelling, I guess, in a shitty little way. (laughs) Yeah. I feel I feel the same as you did. It's like six of one and half a dozen of the other. I think the world we're living in, people are easily outraged and want to kick up a stink about it, you know, in terms of the naming um, of the beers. But also, on the other hand, the packaging is like nothing else, you know, mm-hmm. uh, out there with its rainbow colours and striking imagery. So I see why it's got into trouble in that regard. But to be honest, I think just from what I've seen so far – I don't want to bag on them too much, but I think Tiny Rebel in general are, are trying a bit too hard to be edgy and kind of punk, you know. And I and I, yeah. I think I think in turn that's what gets kids interested and excited. It's it's the implied anarchic bent to the marketing, and yeah. this is not the first time it's happened. Um, when they were first starting out, let me check. Circa two thousand and thirteen, they're. Fubar Pale Ale was blocked by the Swedish government on the grounds that the beer's label was contrary contrary to Swedish government guidelines on war imagery. 
So, yeah, I mean, I rate them for doing something creative and different, but for me, it does come off as a a little try-hard, but I think... Kind of, it's it's a bit fifty fifty to be honest. It's yeah, not it's not very clear cut. Kind of the same impression that you got from like Brewdog back in the day, where they like yeah. to kind of have a little controversy, con- th- controversy, yeah, in like their their marketing campaigns or the name of their their drinks or how they go about advertising them. Mm. I agree. I think they've they've softened up a little bit with it, but yeah. back in the day, they definitely were coming. They were kind of really putting it out there, very mm. similar to kind of what Tiny Rebel are, are doing now. But uh, but yeah, as I say, for me, it's kind of fifty-fifty really. I think mm. if you're a young company, uh, an upstarting company, then I suppose you've got to do something a bit special mm-hmm. to, you know, put yourself out there and to kind of really make yourself stand out from the rest of the pack. Right. and to be honest, if their complaints are really like this is being advertised towards kids, kids are gonna look at these like this on the shelf and think, Man, this looks yeah. really appealing. This must be for me. There's no underage kids buying craft beer. <laughs> so craft beer's a thing that hits you in your late twenties and thirties where you think, you know what, there probably is something better than just bud. So like <laughs> underage kids are buying the cheapest fucking swill they could get their hands on yeah 100% they're, they're drinking fucking 100%. hooch and fucking what, what's the, the, the Smirnoff ice Smirnoff ice Bacardi Breezes Glenn's guy, vodka like, fucking Thunderbolt and Blue <laughs> Wicked they're not going in going oh man I, I really need to score myself some cheap porter uh, I wonder if they've got any creamy citra IPAs I think I think that maybe that's what it is. It's like they're more concerned with, because the kids aren't going to be, you know, buying that or, or kind of stealing that from the corner shop, are they? It's a bit. Yeah, it's like, come on, lads, I've got to yeah. pump up the jam. Let's go around the back of the shop and get tanked. <laughs> it's not but happening. It might be they're more concerned with uh, maybe the retailer getting confused with with what they're selling, possibly. I don't know. Beside the cherry coke. Yeah, like I really don't know, but um, you got a good point, man. I don't know any kind of kids that are trying to get off on craft beer, really, to be honest. Our third topic of this evening, we're going to jump into listeners' question and singular. Uh, and Magic <laughs> Lay, Lee, who was a competition winner, it if was, I remember yes. right, yeah, uh, asks, what crisps are great with a beer? I think we've talked about this on the show before, but it's a topic that I enjoy massively. So happy to speak about it again. But I think uh, I shouted out Walker's Max last time. Yeah. I think I already mentioned them. But man, the new ones they've released, the KFC ones. Oh, dude. The plain plain ones suck. Wait. But the Zynga ones are life altering. No, I like the plain ones. No. It's kind of like the cracked black pepper. And... Yeah, dude, they just taste like uh, the roast chicken flavor from years ago. No, the, yeah, the, I think that's the roast why, chicken that's, sensations. That's why on the front of the packet it said roast chicken. It says roast chicken on the KFC ones. Well, KFC, it's fucking, it's chicken, man. No, but I think it's, it's just fried chicken and then a Zynga fried chicken. Yeah, I'm not expecting to find batter great. on my crisps, though. I want one batter on my crisps. I think it would make them better. Man, either way, 
they're fantastic. I, I definitely would, they are quite would good. recommend them, dude, 100%. And then my other shout was, I don't think you dig these, but the new Pringles, the spicy sour cream ones. I was wanting to say that. Yeah, chili cheese. That's my, my most recent mm. tangle with crisps and beer was the, the explosive sour cream variation. Mm. And I think just before I went on holiday, that was kind of the only can of Pringles I could get my hands on. And when yeah. we were driving through to Edinburgh and the kids were wanting crisps, I just said, oh, I've got sour cream. And then <laughs> just the sound of the screams, the screams, <laughs> the sound of a six-year-old and an eight-year-old losing their mind, thinking <laughs> their tongue is being burnt off of their body. Man, they are hot, dude. This place sour cream aren't too bad, but the extra hot chilli uh, and cheese ones, mm-hmm. they're crazy, but they're fantastic. I, I didn't tangle any of that stuff because I know I'll just get wicked heartburn off of it. Dude, I'm getting to that point now where I'm the same. Anything like that, even... A Greg's <laughs> half an hour later, just, just yeah, like, oh, my acid reflux is kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good, man. Not good, but um, and I know they're not crisps, but I've really been getting into jerky lately. All right, um, enjoying it a lot as a beer, uh, well, as a, a snack to accompany your beer with. It's are you sitting stirring your drink with it? What's going on? Uh, no, but that it's 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 like crisps, like it's the same format. Hand in a bag, pull it out, have a nibble. But it's yeah. you know a bit meaty, a bit flavoursome. You get some of that smoke stuff as well. It's going fantastic. for like a particular brand of jerky because I know they're I kind haven't... of doing everything nowadays. But... Yeah, I haven't found anyone uh, particular. I'm still experimenting, but um, but yeah, the ones I've tried so far have all been have all been great. So. So what is it? Is uh, it beef or is it like old yeah. dried kebab? It might be a blend of both. I don't really mind. It tastes fantastic <laughs> either way. But that will be my kind of uh, off kilter recommendation for that question. Have you got anything else you'd like to add to um, the Trying to think of crisps with like a strong flavour that would go well with beer. Um, it's the usual kind of anything that's hot and spicy. Seems mm, to be the thing. Mm, Always seems mm, to kind of go mm. back to curry and a beer. Mm, Whereas mm. I feel like curry is the last thing you want to drink with a beer. Curry is the last thing you want to drink. What? Wait, curry is the last <laughs> thing you want to drink with a beer. Right enough. That that that, that sentence doesn't work at all, does it, Tom? <laughs> depends on what curry. Some of these. Yeah, it just depends. Right. Like if, if you've eaten all the chicken and you're still left with like like a little tinfoil tub of korma sauce. Right down, and you could just just funnel like change, manipulate the tinfoil <laughs> into like a little boat, and then you could drink all the korma sauce, then chase it. We're definitely getting to the farts and craft section <laughs> of the pocket. Chase it with a five dollar <laughs> shake. There you go. He brought it back. He brought it back. Uh, what's your thoughts on the beard issue? What's what's the verdict, it's, babe? Tell me. You know, me. it's fine. I, I'm in the camp where I can enjoy, or I do enjoy, a really nice, sweet, stout, porter. It, there's one of these ones where it's like, man, I couldn't drink a lot of them because that would be sickly. Hmm. But they did, oh, I was I was mildly enamored by, let's see if I can share my screen again, this uh, variation of Stay Puffed, because I was at Stay Puffed Marshmallow. But then they have stay out. 
Eighteen percent. Oh, oh shit! Marshmallow stouts. Eight twenty a can. Yeah. And wow. This was their eighteen um, percent marshmallow porter to celebrate the end of lockdown across the UK. I couldn't think of a better way to to celebrate it than with I, a eighteen uh, percent stout. I mean, the one we're drinking now is a fucking five percent. So to jump up to eighteen, I won't be able to make it out of my house if I drink that. Oh man, I, uh... I'll be lying <laughs> across the garden path. My ring camera will be going down. <laughs> Just saying, there's there's a body. We found a body. That's, that's, look, that sounds good to me. Well, let's see if we can. Uh, we'll we'll hit eBay. See if we can find some oh, man, for uh, for next season. Tens, my man. <laughs> yeah i um i'm not i'm not a fan no again i think now yeah. the fact that i've got like black current in my head that's kind of all i'm getting really because i think it's that fruitiness tartiness of it kind of fake sweetness to it I'm not a fan mm-hmm. but you know interesting combination Good artwork, so yeah, I'm happy to write it. And well, that's it. Stay puffed. <laughs> it's it's clearly their take, like tribute to Ghostbusters. Are you looking forward to the new Ghostbusters, Tom? Uh, I am. Yeah, I am hesitant, but really but optimistic. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's got to be better than the last one, right? So <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> I enjoyed the last one in a way, but I could see why a lot of people were disappointed. But this one just looks so more natural and like platonic. It's it's like it's, it's yeah. grandchildren of of like Egon, and it, it makes so much sense. And they're outside of the city. They're they're in like the Midwest, and the kids don't come across as too annoying no i think from the trailer so far it it all looks pretty optimistic and i think yeah keeping it in the family uh in terms on the filmmaking end as well and and having Mm -hmm. kind of ivan reitman's son doing as well i think you know it's a good idea and hopefully um yeah we get something that that's near the quality of of the first two but yeah i'm 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 optimistic man cautious but optimistic definitely Mm. yeah I'm, I am I'm, the only part that made me go, oh no, was uh, the mini marshmallow man. I thought it was cute, dude. I thought it, it was. It was, it was it's quite not, cute. It's not as offensive as like, oh, it's, they found their minions, but um, <laughs> I doubt it was still like, oh look, they're blending time. each other. Oh look, they've they've got them caught in a George Foreman. <laughs> look at them scream. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, I doubt they're going to be on Facebook in ten years' time, accompanied. By memes posted by milfs, I, yeah. I highly doubt it. You're, you're reaching with milfs, but <laughs> we'll uh, we'll see. But okay, I think it's time to wrap things up, guys. It's over. I'd like to Facebook. We've <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm pretty certain that's what it stands for. Yeah, yeah. Um, we uh, we hope you've enjoyed the show. But right now it's time to rest your ears, give your livers a break, and sadly return to the real world for a while. Me and Stu will just be floating around mildly intoxicated somewhere in the information superhighway until you get back. I hope they have a toilet. Um, On Twitter and Instagram, 
and Mimo. It's at the Logologs for any sensational social media scandal that may or may not arise over the next seven days. But one thing's for certain, and that is we'll definitely be uh, we'll be acting as pint paparazzos for the next 24 hours or more than that. Let's, let's change that to 24-7. So check that out. Next week is the return of an old favorite of ours and the revenge of a previously covered brewski. It's Thomas Kent Williams Bros. Double Joker IPA and Mid- <laughs> Midnight Sun Porter. Absolutely oh. chomping at the bit. Come on, let's bring him down because um, we're going to be in for trouble that evening. I can just tell. That's all, folks. Join us next time. It's going to be a blast. Just try not to miss us too much. I think we've got off lightly with that execution by firing squad verdict. Bon voyage, booze hounds. Say goodbye, Stu. Goodbye, Stu. Thank you, Tom. What an episode. If I can put our hands up, the deeper victory. Another excellent episode. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. got little t-rex hands tom thank you for for listening (laughs) and again if it's your birthday happy birthday tune in next week for more beer fun that was good i like that i just i feel like i need to talk more at the end just (laughs) just throw positivity out into the world like you know just when it gets the last 10 seconds and make that person feel better about their life